it's Rhonda Shortino. Thank you so much for joining me for Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive. I know there's lots of other stuff that you could be listening to, but this podcast is for you. It's to help you live an amazing life, the life that you were born to live. It's to help you love, to put your love into action, because that will change your life and the lives of everyone within your influence. It's to help you survive the tough times and to help you mine the lessons out of everything you go through, especially the most painful stuff that you go through, and to use those exact things to thrive. Today and all this week, we're talking about um, habitual mindsets and how they influence our lives. And when something's a habit, we don't even realize that we're doing it. And uh, so this might be something that you're doing, it might be something that somebody in your life is doing, but today we're talking about the habitual mindset of negativity and what that does to us. It steals our happiness, uh, steals our joy, can undermine our relationships, it can diminish uh, or actually even destroy the fulfillment of our purpose. We just, can't allow this in our lives. So Jenny, how, what's your best advice for, for how people can um, just capture negative thoughts and toss them out with the trash? Well, Rhonda, I find it so interesting. I mean, you know, like the, the key word this week is habitual. You know, a habit, you know, if you look in, in Webster's, a habit is a, a subtle tendency, a usual manner of behavior. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, mindsets can start to be ingrained in us. And it affects, it can, like you said, steal your joy, steal your purpose, and it can affect so many areas of your life. So when I think about negativity, I think there's two things that sort of are in the same pot together. That's experiences and our own thinking. And I think what happens is when we have experiences around us in our environments that cause us to feel negative or it's sad or all of those kinds of things, those things can, if we allow them, become ingrained in us. Okay, so so we have to get our arms around experiences and thoughts and how they work together. Experiences have, I wrote some notes down about residual effects. So for example, if there is a, a tragedy in childhood, you know, or you go through a divorce or a job loss or a death or something like that, there are often residual effects in those experiences. So it can cause situations to be implemented into our thinking. You know, it's just like changing a habit of something we, you know, uh, having water instead of Coca-Cola or, you know, tea instead of coffee or whatever. We, we make a, a, an actual choice to do that. So I think negativity can really seep into our life based on experiences. And then our thoughts sort of take over that experience, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, the, the thoughts begin to be what it is. You know, we don't go through a divorce. I mean, some people's divorce goes for a couple of years, but in reality, I mean, you might have been divorced 15 years ago, but you have negative feelings about that person, about marriage, about whatever that is. That's just one example. And I understand it because I was divorced. I, I get it. So there is residual carryover from an experience that can create negative thinking. Yeah. You know, so our outlook can be very, very skewed and cause us to start to have this habit of negative negativity. And I think what happens then, Rhonda, is there's kind of a transference of, you know, our negative feelings about something else can transfer onto other people, can transfer into new situations. And that's what's dangerous. You know, and I also think there are some practical things, stress, lack of sleep, not feeling well physically that can create a negative mindset or a habitual pattern of negative thinking. So I think what we have to do is we have to pay attention 
to the connection between words and thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, what we're saying, what we're thinking, I think we need to stand up and start paying attention. And so, you know, I can, I can feel very, um, very sad if I'm being negative with my husband or my daughter or whatever. And then I really look at it and think, oh, wow. And I, I stare it in the face and say, why am I feeling negative? Why am I thinking negatively? Why am I speaking negatively? So I think we need to pay attention to it because once we pay attention to it, that doesn't mean we're going to focus on it and keep it. We're going to focus on it and lose it. We're going to focus on it and toss it aside. We need to um, be aware of the triggers. You know, again, we've talked about this. What are the triggers that causes me to feel negative about a situation? Or what, what is the trigger of negative thinking? Because our thoughts go down a road. You know, if we decide, you know, if we wake up in the morning and we decide we're going to eat junk food all day, our mind's going to go down that road. And the same thing with negative thinking. What are the triggers that are causing me to do that? So, again, how do we get out of it? We need to ask ourselves questions. Mm -hmm. Does my behavior have a negative impact on me or others around me? So is my thinking translated to behavior affecting people around me in a negative way? Am I just feeling depressed and bummed and just icky about life? We have to ask ourselves that. And if so, capture that negative thought. Um, how are people reacting or acting toward us? When I'm in a negative mindset, my husband's going, oh, you're kind of negative today. He'll call me right out on it. And I do appreciate it. I don't like it, but I appreciate it. And we need to have a reason to change. What is my reason to change? Because a negative thought, a negative habitual pattern doesn't feel good to anybody. In the moment, you know, I, maybe we get attention or whatever, but it doesn't feel good overall. We, we need to have a positive outlook, especially in our society right now. There's so many things that we can be drawn into negative stuff, and it definitely impedes the progress of us going toward our purpose. And so what are the thoughts that are inhibiting our potential? That's huge, Rhonda. You know, so what I would, what I would coach people to do is decide to change, mm -hmm. you know, decide where I'm negative, I'm going to stop thinking that way. Do, do, uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf talks about a mental autopsy. You know, what are the things that are really in my head? You know, what's driving my behavior? Let's take a real look at that. Face yourself. You know, like I said, I, I you know, looking those, those feelings in the mirror and then being deliberate to change, choosing, you know, jotting some things down, talking to a trusted friend, deciding what it is that I want to get rid of and how I can do that. Sometimes it's merely just letting something go. Mm -hmm. It really is. And so those are some of the thoughts I had today about negative mindsets and, and how we can just get caught in the habit. And it, it's, it's a treacherous slope sometimes. It is. I, I loved everything that you said, Jenny. I think it was just absolutely spot on. Um, I, think, I think of negativity as being sneaky. I want you to be happy. And you can be. That's why I wrote the book, 30 Days to Happiness that was featured on the Ellen DeGeneres show and was included in her Kind Box distribution. So many people have reported finding their happiness with this book. Please go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G and order your copy today. Because I think it can sneak up on us and sort of become ingrained in us. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about mindsets. Mm -hmm. We're talking about habitual mindsets. So, so we've all known the person uh, who's just a grumpy old person, mm -hmm. you know, like nothing makes them happy. You know, if you say it's day, they are obligated by law to say it's night. I mean, whatever you say, they're going to say the opposite. You know, if you want to make some positive, hey, it's going to be a great day today. Yeah. 
but they're supposed to be high humidity or, you okay. know, I mean, they've got whatever it is. They're the Eeyore character who's just got to just, you know, burst your bubble. And I, and I think about um, how sad that is, mm -hmm. how sad it is to be that person, how sad it is to be somebody who's in relationship with that person. You know, for example, if that's, if that's your mom, if that's your sister, if that's your spouse, you, where you, you know, this is it. You're not going to get away from this person and you're in relationship. You can see where it just makes the relationship. It just drags the whole thing down, you know, because here's this person, if you're an upbeat person, just by nature, you know, we try to make the other person happy or try to make them smile. And you can stand on your head and spit green jelly beans or whatever you think it's going to take to make them happy. And it never does. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. if you do get a little crack of a smile, one side of the lip goes up a little bit. And that's like the, you know, equal to hilarity. The, the thing is, that's only a split second in time. Mm -hmm. And two and a half minutes later, they're back to my steak was overdone. You know, mm -hmm. instead of happy that you had steak, you know, I mean, it's, it's so frustrating. And then to me, it's just the ultimate uh, of sad to become that person. But when we're around negative people for a long period of time, if we're not careful, mm -hmm. we absorb that negativity. It becomes woven into the fabric of who we are and we'll find ourselves having negative words coming out of our mouths mm -hmm. and maybe not even aware of it until somebody brings it to our attention. So, <clears throat> excuse me, the, what I wanted to bring to this is just to say, we can take note we can begin to notice the negative thoughts in our head, the negative words that fall out of our mouths, and we can take them captive. Mm -hmm. We can. We can choose our attitudes, we can choose our words, and we can choose our actions. Mm -hmm. And nobody can take that from us. And so I wanna encourage everybody to just begin to intentionally think positive thoughts. And I know that if you're a habitually negative person, you may be rolling your eyes right now. You may think that it's just not possible. I'm telling you it's possible. I was raised by a very negative person. I was negative. I didn't expect anything to ever go right. I never expected anything good to happen. And I did a complete 180. I'm now very positive. I expect good things to happen. I look for good things to happen, like anticipation of the sun coming up in the morning. I just know it's going to happen. But it didn't happen magically. It didn't happen overnight. These were choices that I made. And in fact, I wrote about it. I think I, yeah, I have, I have it right here. I wrote about it in 30 Days to Happiness. Look, it looks like it's all happy, fluffy, like not really substantive. No, this is substantive. It's about how to intentionally take negative thoughts captive. I don't know how else to put it. Just like as soon as you catch yourself having that thought or having those words come out of your mouth, say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't mean that. I take that back. And you know what you're doing when you do that is you're modeling for the people around you. Here's how you change your mindset. Mm -hmm. And then replace those negative words with positive words, with hopeful words. Right. And it literally will change your life because it changes your attitude. And when you're positive, positive people are attracted to you. When you're negative, I'm telling you, positive people are repelled. You may never know 
why you know the neighbor down the street doesn't really respond to you and doesn't invite you over and whatever or the coworker who seems to invite other people but never includes you when everybody's going out to lunch or whatever this may be why so if you will make an intentional effort you will be able to do this yep yep i agree so be intentional notice it and decide to change because negativity is really hard to it is hard it can be very hard but it, like you said Rhonda you did beautifully and I think it seeps into almost every area you know we go through a drive-through and they forgot our fries and we allow that to create this negative snowball and it goes on to the rest of the day and so we don't want that to happen so hopefully people will be really helped by that I hope so I hope so Jenny I just want to leave everybody with one last thought replace negativity with gratitude be grateful for what you have instead of um, feeling negative about what you don't have or what somebody didn't do for you. I'm excited for tomorrow, Jenny, more of these negative mindsets that we're just gonna blast through this week. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share with others and, and just come alongside of us in helping people to live, love, survive, and thrive. See you next time.